0: Let's talk a road test, but uh, perhaps with a little bit of a different introduction on the line is our good friend, Brian Smith. Great, Brian. G'day, David. Now, Brian, you and I raced uh, a couple of times in some Dutton rallies, which were often full of Porsches and Evos and uh, Subaru WRXs. We tended to take the more unusual vehicle in there. Over the period, we had things like a Mitsubishi Magna, a, a, a Prius. Do you remember we took the Prius?
1: We set some records in that Toyota Prius, I think, basically because no one had ever raced a Toyota Prius on any of those circuits
0: before. (laughs) I think, yes, we were the fastest, no doubt, of uh, any recorded, but for that very reason, one of the cars we took was a Volvo station wagon.
1: The V50, as I recall, it was great fun.
0: It had that image of both being a Volvo, that conservative old guy wearing a hat sort of image. But it also had the station wagon. Station wagons, can they be trendy, Brian?
1: Well, this one, certainly. And, and yes, I can think of several station wagons that are kind of iconic. I think the Subaru Liberty station wagon, the earlier versions, were a really good-looking station wagon, the VW Passat, hmm. um, and, of course, um, the Volvo V50. That was a, a really good-looking station
0: wagon. I think we surprised people with the fact that it was a Volvo and a station wagon, and it... Uh, well, certainly didn't potter around, let me say that.
1: No, we had the support of, of Volvo in terms of a bit of uh, regular tuning and uh, little uh, introductions with laptops to the car to do things to it to make it quicker. That was
0: pretty handy. Yes, I think also that we had to drill a few holes in the floor to <laughs> put the fire extinguisher on, might not have helped their uh, computers. Or their technology within the car. Of course, it also um, allowed for a couple of good one-liners. I think you said we'd go fast except for, what was the problem?
1: The caravan on the back, of course. (laughs) That slowed things down a little bit.
0: (laughs) But I think a couple of people hooped it up when they saw the thing going around. I think uh, when uh, you were on the sideline watching it one time, where was it? Down at Wakefield Park.
1: Yes, Wakefield Park, people were quite um, excited about how quickly that car went, and and as you say, a lot of the other vehicles were deliberate performance vehicles that we were racing against, and uh, I think people liked that we, you know, had something slightly unusual and, and maybe something out of its comfort zone.
0: Wheels Magazine reported that it was driven like it was stolen, but that's another issue. Now, I have been driving another, we'll talk about performance, the Audi S4 Avant. Now, the S4 comes with a turbocharged 3-litre V6 engine, 260 kilowatts of power, 500 newton-metres of torque at a very low 1370 revs. Mate, this was really a a great car, which, among other things, looked wonderfully from the side. When you came out in the morning and saw it face-on, it it didn't overpower you, but from the side, I think it is a a really elegant, stunning, balanced-looking car.
1: I like an Audi A4, David, and they're um, they're certainly a car that that has that kind of understated power. They're not a very flashy car, but they can be pretty hot. And the S4 is the hottest of the lot, that's for sure. I think um, I've always liked, uh, you know, the Audi S4 and the A4. And how did did they have the eight-speed Tiptronic – Yep. Um, Gear shift, David, how was that?
0: Oh, pretty good. It's rated at 7.7 litres per 100 kilometres, which I think is pretty good for something of so much power.
1: Do you believe those numbers, David? Is it? Oh, no. Have they, have they learned their lesson?
0: Yeah, but if you compare it with others that you don't believe as well, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, you can compare them. You know, in theory, you should add at least 10%. And if you really push it hard, of course, you're not going to get that. But uh, permanent all-wheel drive. But the thing about it was it was such smooth power. You know, um, it, it reminded me of a spaceship in a movie, more like things like Doctor Spock and that. Uh, the reason being, not a real spaceship. You, you remember Apollo thirteen made for reality, where the rocket takes off and it shakes, rattles, and and uh, it's got raw power as it surges up. It's like uh, driving an old Detroit V eight from the sixties. It's not comfortable, but it's at least it's got grunt. Well, this is now the more Starship Enterprise. It's smooth and it's elegant, and it sort of almost pauses for a second, and then just goes whoosh into hyperspace. <laughs> I, I guess the Starship Enterprise had turbo lag as well. I'm not <laughs> sure, but this one uh, it really made me feel like the other thing was it had fantastic dials on the front, you know, on, on on the dashboard.
1: What did they do, David? So, so it's got a got a few clever things: adaptive cruise control and things like that, traffic jam assist. The smart. So I'm very keen to know more around the smarts
0: they are developing we're part way towards autonomous driving uh, but you just you just have to be careful how and when it really operates, like uh, lane departure, you know, if you're wandering in the lane, when does it actually work? It, it can get to the point of actually steering the wheel for you, but not always, and you've got to be very careful about when that does that. I've driven some Audis that have that sort of capability and, and a range of them, and you just have to be careful to know what this particular car you're driving does and how much it does it. The dials, of course, are all digital, and so you can flip, between three or four standard screens or you can get the dial in front of the driver to put the whole map of the navigation system up in front of you
1: oh very nice got a big screen has it
0: yeah bigish. Yeah, good screen for that but then again i've just been uh, ruined by the fact that i just drove a tesla uh,
1: yes i want to know much more about that
0: oh yeah well look talking about going into hyperspace yeah, the, the Audi is, what, 4.7 seconds, 0 to 100? Yeah, that's really that's very, very yep. fast. The Tesla was 2.4.
1: 2.4 seconds to 100 kilometres, wow. Yeah,
0: but anyway, I'll put that aside. The other reason I like the Audi as a spaceship type in a, in a fictional sense is the elegant interior it wasn't wood panelling, the last thing you would want. You know, the Starship Enterprise is wood panelling. You don't have that. You have metals. Uh, Mm. But this had that sort of, um, not Kevlar, what's the word, Uh, that, uh, you know, looks like uh, that sort of carbon Mm fibre that makes it look like it's modern. The other thing I like, the air vents go all the way across the dash. And what that means is that you can get air coming out in good volume without sounding like a toilet hand dryer.
1: <laughs> this is part of the problem with uh, European cars that sometimes struggle in Australian conditions. Big windscreens yeah. and, and a sort of vent system or air conditioning system that's just not up to it.
0: It costs, with the a station wagon, over the $100,000 ah, plus on yeah. road. So it's, it's not cheap by any means. But I've got to say that I, I felt like I was... In uh, in a movie set where <laughs> the budget was big enough to make the whole spaceship look good.
1: Of course, the question then, David, is are you the baddie or the goodie? Ah, yes. Slightly the baddie in the Audi?
0: When the family was in the car, I had to be the goodie, but when they weren't, I've got to confess, my mind wandered to evil thoughts. Mm-hmm.
1: This is where you end up uh, parking in no parking zones and straddling disabled spaces and
0: oh nothing as bold as that
1: <laughs> not using your indicators <laughs> typical audi belief performance
0: oh by the way it had leather seats but they were old they were old-fashioned actually they had this sort of cross pattern on them that reminded me of seats that were made of metal but when i was young and they used to put out for school prize givings and the so on ones, the
1: red the red uh, vinyl over the top
0: yeah 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 you remember those? yes and, uh, <laughs> But, but this, was, of course, was plush leather and they're very comfortable, but they just had that sort of uh, quaint look about them as well. But let me tell you, I was extremely happy. Brian, we'll uh, uh, catch up just after this break because we're going to talk a, a bit of uh, quirky news, but also some real traffic and transport uh, issues.